0: I want to welcome you to another episode of the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast. My name is Seth Yolorda, and I will be your leadership coach for the next 15 minutes or so, helping you become a high performance leader so that you can lead high performance teams. You know, with this podcast, we are on a mission. To help every person see themselves as a leader. That is one of our passions and our goals here at Vision Clarity. And we want to equip you to lead your teams with a clear, compelling vision. And so each week we provide tools and resources that you can expand your leadership capacity so that you can lead with a big, bold, and courageous vision that will inspire your team and ultimately change the world And I would just ask that if you find this content valuable, I would be so honored if you would write a review or rate the content wherever you consume it. And please subscribe. I'm always shooting for a five-star review, and it always means the world to me if you would just share this content with your colleagues, your team, your friends, even your family. Because ultimately, we are on a journey to help build a community of visionaries with this podcast. So you sharing this content is one of the best ways to help us do that. Now for today's coaching session, let's jump in. You know, for the last year or so, my daughter and I have been learning and playing chess together. She's about eight years old and she has become really captivated by this game, all the moves and the strategy behind it. And so she and I have been playing and It's been a great bonding experience for the two of us as we are kind of brushing up on our skills. She's learning it, I'm relearning it, and we're just having this bonding moment over chess. So we're playing this game about a month or so ago, and if you play chess, what you realize, at least from my novice beginner perspective, perspective, is that one of the most, if not the most important piece on the board is the king. Everything is about the king, and all of the other pieces are there To protect the king no matter what you're doing with your rook your bishop or your knights or your pawns you always want to have one eye on your king to make sure you're not leaving your king exposed now the king doesn't have the best movement on the board I mean it can go up and back and diagonal one step at a time but the piece that has the greatest versatility on the board is the queen who can move diagonal horizontal vertical at any number of squares at any point in the game, as long as there's a clear shot. And so when you think about the chess board, and again, this is from a novice perspective, you really have your king, who is the most important piece, but then your queen, who is almost just as important, because the queen really is the piece that can really protect your king at all costs. And as we're playing this game, I couldn't help but think about organizations and leadership, and I started asking myself, well, if the king is the most important piece on the chessboard, what is the king of your organization, of your company, of your team? Like, what's the king? What's what's the most important piece in your organization? And really, not just wh- what is the king in your organization, but also, you know, if king is one A and, and queen is one B, what what is the queen in your organization? Now, I know that might, there might be that some leaders out there who would say, well. I mean, obviously, you know, I am the king or I am the queen because, you know, I have the vision and I'm leading my teams and I need to make sure everyone's going in the right direction. Uh, Some of you all might think, well, the CEO or the director or the board of directors or the chairman of the board, that these individuals are the king. And now while I can understand why we might be inclined to give, whether it's the CEO or the board chairman, the title, the unofficial title of king or queen of our company or our organization. Some of us might even say, well, our customers or our stakeholders, they are the king or queen. And I can understand why we might be inclined to, to hand over that title to these different individuals. I just wanna push back a little bit and suggest that you, the leader, are not the king. The CEO, if you're not the CEO, the CEO is not the king. The board and the board chair are not the king. And even for my Christians out there, who my pastors who may be pastoring churches, it, when it comes to your organization, I know we say, well, Christ is the head and Christ is the king, and yes, technically, Christ is the king, but, but that's not the king I'm talking about right now. Like When you think about your, your, your team, your organization, I would suggest that the king, while I might be inclined to say, is you the leader who's leading your team, and you as a leader are very important to leading your team, I would suggest to you that the vision of your organization is king and the mission of your organization is queen. That's right. The most important piece on the board, the most important piece in your organization is not you, the leader, is not the board, It's not even the stakeholders, the customers, the members, not the team, not the staff, not the volunteers – The most important piece in your organization is the vision and mission. I would say the vision is king, and the mission is queen. And at all cost, leader, at all cost, you must do everything in your power, you must use the rooks, and the pawns, and the knights, and the bishops, and every other piece that you have at your disposal You must use all of those pieces to at all costs protect the king and the queen, to protect the vision and the mission. You know, I I firmly believe that as human beings who are made in the image of God, that we were made for mission, right? If you read Genesis chapter one, verse 28, it says, God bless Adam and Eve. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, that when he made us, He birthed within us an innate desire to be on mission. All of us are on mission. And as we step into our organizations, we bring that same mission focus, that same mission orientation into our organizations, that our organizations and our teams do not exist to just exist but we exist to accomplish a great purpose. I'll go so far to say we exist to accomplish a divine purpose, which is to restore communities, which is to build up infrastructure in our communities, which is to add value to members of our community, which is to just be a blessing to our community. Our organizations have divine purpose. And you as the leader of the organization, one of your primary responsibilities is to protect the mission and the vision, the queen and the king of your organization at all cost. And so I say that that the king is, is vision and the queen is mission. And the reason I say that, and then you, obviously you're listening to the Vision Clear Leaders podcast, so you know that vision is a big deal around here because it's a big deal because far too often i talk to so many leaders and so many teams and so many ceos and presidents and chair board chairmen who downplay mission and vision they feel as though the mission of your organization or the vision of your organization is just some nice statement that you got together and you dreamed up of you dreamed up during a retreat you came home you put it on a on a board you put it on the hallway you put it on a plaque you put it on your website but it's something that really has no bearing on the direction, it does not animate this team and the employees and the staff on a daily basis. And I would say to you leader, that if you fall into that camp, you are actually doing your organization a grave disservice because the mission and the vision of your organization is not just a statement that you put on the wall or you put on your website somewhere to say that you have a mission statement. No, the mission and vision of your organization is literally the North star that guides every single decision you make and the engine of your car or the engine of your boat that is leading you towards that North star. That's how important the mission and vision is of your organization. So if Your mission and vision don't inform, don't direct, are not a part of the weekly, daily conversation that you and your team and the other leaders in your organization have, I would suggest that maybe you have the wrong mission and vision because it should give you passion, it should fuel you, it should give you energy, it should direct you, it should help you course correct, it should help make sure that you are going in the right direction and that you, leader, have to protect the mission and the vision at all costs. Vision is king. We want to make sure that this is where we're going. That's really, if you talk to individuals in your community, if you talk to stakeholders or, or customers or, or members that you serve, that's really what matters the most to them. They want to know where is your organization going. Where is your organization going and how does where you're going add value to them as consumers? How does where your organization is going add value to them as consumers? Members or as volunteers or as as stakeholders of your organization So your vision is so important. I really want you to elevate it from off of the website off of out of file 13 Off of a sign or a plaque on the wall somewhere and I want you to place it on the throne of your organization. Yes, two thrones one for vision and one for mission. And I want you to do everything in your power to protect them at all cost. You heard me right. And I'm, I'm not being sacrilegious. <laughs> I'm not being sacrilegious. I want you to protect the mission and the vision of your organization at all cost. Now this is the challenge, is that if mission and vision is not king and queen of your organization, then something else will inevitably become king or queen of your organization. And I would suggest that by default, if it's not the mission and the vision, then it's probably you, the senior leader, or the CEO, or the director, or the vice president, or whoever is the, the face of the company, the face of the organization. They will automatically become the default king and queen. And when you have an individual who is King or queen of your organization. What that does is it causes your team to ultimately abdicate the responsibility of driving the organization and keeping the organization organization focused to you. They abdicate their responsibility. They say, you know what? We're just doing what you told us to do. We're just gonna, whatever you tell us to do, that's what we're gonna do. And it takes them out of the driver's seat and it places you fully in the driver's seat, and you then become responsible. For everything that happens in your organization, as opposed to when your mission and vision is central and center, what, what what inevitably happens is your team and members on your team, they become so invested in the mission and so invested in the, in the vision that they take res- personal responsibility for where the organization is going. And then they will begin to think outside of the box. They will begin to, to to look towards innovation and creativity to see how they can accomplish the mission and reach the destination, reach the vision faster. When your team has the mission and the vision central, this is what we do and this is where we're going, they automatically take responsibility For circling the wagons to drive this mission and vision home. But when you are the centerpiece, and whether it's your personality or your charisma or your words or the things that you're saying, and it's no longer a shared vision, it's no longer a shared mission, but it becomes your vision and your mission, then people will say, Well, this is what he wanted to do. This is what she wanted to do. And we're just doing what he or she told us to do. And they release themselves of the responsibility to really become. Fully committed to the direction. When, when you are on the throne of your organization, you will have team members who are compliant. You will not have team members who are committed. There's a the difference. I work with a lot of teams every single day. And, and I see I see teams that are just doing their job out of compliance. They don't want to get fired. They don't want to lose their license. They don't want to be demoted. And so they are doing what they have to do out of compliance, but they're not doing what they have to do out of commitment and the reason is because they have lost sight of the mission and they have lost sight of the vision and they are just following whoever the leader is of that organization now granted if they have a positive relationship with you the leader and they really have they really feel loyal to you as a leader yeah they might be committed to you but it will be to you at the expense of the organization and you do not want to create a team of leaders who are so committed to you that they're willing to place the the good of the organization at Jeopardy because of their loyalty to you. And so you want committed team members. And the only way you get a team that is fully committed and invested in the future and the success of the organization is you have to get them to fall, I I wanna say fall in love, right? You You want to get them to believe deeply. Let me say it like that. You want to get them to believe deeply in the mission and the vision. So much so that they see the mission and the vision as the king and the queen of the organization and they will do everything in their power to protect the king and the queen. Now, that doesn't mean that the king or queen can't change. It doesn't mean that our mission and vision is forever. We can make changes, but when we make changes, they are going to be intentional, deliberate strategic they will be with a very clear sense that our external and internal environment has changed so therefore we need to shift so i'm not suggesting that the king and queen the vision the mission are 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 eternal no they're not eternal they will not they do not have to last forever you can make changes to them but we want them to be intentional deliberate strategic changes not mission creep or mission drift changes, not changes that happen because you got sidetracked or you got some team members who are chasing rabbits over here, other team members who are chasing rabbits over there. No, 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 we don't want that to happen. We don't want mission drift, right? You know what mission drift is. When an organization, they take on new initiatives that lie just slightly outside of their core purpose. And so we know that we're headed north, but ah, let's, just, let's just make this quick detour. And one detour leads to another detour, which leads to another detour. And before you know it, you have drifted or you have creeped away from your core mission now we don't want that to happen now if you all decide to change direction strategically you might say hey we were on our way to miami but now we've decided not to go to miami we have as a team as an organization shifted and now we're going to orlando or now we're going to atlanta or now we're going to dallas that's fine but it's strategic it's intentional it's deliberate it's not accidental you don't wake up one morning and wonder, how in the world do we get to Miami? No, 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 when, when we were headed to Dallas? No, we, we don't want that to happen. And so once we lock in on our on our destination, once we lock in on our vision, and we lock in on our purpose and our mission as what we do, we want to protect them at all cost. So, I wanted to give this to you as you are driving to work this morning, driving to work, driving home from work this afternoon, wherever you might be, as you step into your organization, I want you to take an honest assessment of what really is the king and queen of our organization. Is it the mission and vision? Or maybe it's just compliance. Maybe it's regulation. Maybe it's policy. Maybe it's a personality. Maybe it's our procedures. Maybe it's the customers, all of which I can understand how we would exalt these things to the throne of our organization, but none of them are worthy to sit on the throne of our organization. The only thing worthy of sitting on the throne is a mission and vision that we believe was divinely ordered to make An impact in this world. Now, I would love to know what you think about this. So please, if you're listening to this, find me on social media and let me know what you think. I would also love for you to share this episode with your team and your colleagues at your next team meeting. Why don't you have a conversation with them about this content? Why don't you say, hey guys, what do you think the most important thing is in our organization, you don't have to use the words king and queen, but just ask them the question, what do you think the most important thing is in our organization? Like the most important, the non-negotiable, what is it? And see what they say, right? Get their feedback. And if they don't come back with the mission and they don't have to necessarily repeat the mission statement, but if they don't, if they don't respond with the spirit of the mission and the spirit of the vision, then you as a leader know that you have some work to do. But listen, I'm here for you. So if there's anything that we can do at Vision Clarity to help you continue to lead at a high level and to increase your capacity, please do not hesitate to reach out. And you can find me at visionclarity360.com and across all social media platforms as Seth Yolorta. I believe in you as a leader. I know that you are gonna do great and mighty things as a leader. Continue to be encouraged, continue to go forward and know that for such a time as this, you are called to lead today.